And uh, for more on this matter and, and, and helping us to understand it more and um, unpack uh, what is actually going on, we're joined on the line by Action SA spokesperson Lerato Ngobeni. Good afternoon and thanks for speaking to us here on Updated Noon. Thank you so much, Sakina, for having us. We really appreciate the platform. So, Lerato, what do you make of the latest comments by the IEC that they are unlikely, um, it is highly unlikely that they will be able to add the names of uh, Action SA along with 14 other parties whose names have been omitted from the election ballot paper? Um, you know, good afternoon also to the listeners of SAFM. You know, Sakina, I've been in conversation um, throughout the day this and I'm still not convinced uh, about what he's saying. In fact, it looks like they're really sucking their thumb on this one. Um, the reality is this. The IEC needs to have the best interest of the voter at heart. And in this case, it's seemingly that they really do not. And I think that they are playing a time game. Uh, as you heard in the, in the voice note of Mawetu, uh, he talks about 26 days. It's just a delay tactic from where we are sitting. I mean, they're talking about uh, the fact that we uh, stated non-applicable for the abbreviation. Here's the deal. In on the document that uh, they are talking about, Annexure 1 of the party registration <coughs> document from the IEC, it asks this. Uh, state the name of your political party, number one. Number two, state the abbreviated uh, name of your political party, if any. And then right underneath that, it states, your abbreviation cannot exceed eight letters or eight, car- uh, eight uh, letters of the alphabet. We specifically use that as a, as a uh, guide for our name to have those exact same letters. So if you read the, le- the word action essay, we've got exactly eight letters in our name. And so our name serves as both an abbreviation and a full name. And I don't know what it takes away from the IEC to comply. Now, I can't speak on behalf of the other political parties, the 14 that they mentioned, or the 13, including us now, 14, that they mentioned. I can't speak on their behalf. I don't know how long their names are, but ours uh, fits right into the abbreviation. Uh, and, and if they're talking about the fact that they've communicated this with us, it is simply untrue. Our national chairperson, Michael Beaumont, including Mufun Zingoben, who's our director of operations, it on the NLPC is an issue. They would have known about it. They would have flagged it to us, and we would have had the time to remedy the situation. Unfortunately, that did not happen. Mm. So what has the IEC said to you? What are the reasons? Because uh, you said what you read from your side, that it was eight characters, so there would be no problem. But what is the reason, the actual reason that they've given to you as to why your name is omitted? Well, they're saying that, number one, our name is not an abbreviation, and so it won't uh, fall under the, the abbreviation box on the ballot. If you look at EcoForum, uh, they've got a longer name. I think it's Economic Reform Reformers or something like that. I forget what their full name is. Um, their abbreviation fits uh, the eight letters, just like ours, so I don't know what the issue would be with including our, our name in the ballot. The reason that they've given us uh, for the change, I hear now Mawetri saying, uh, there's a 30-day process to change. However, to us, they've simply said to us that uh, the ballot has already gone in for print, and so it can't be reversed. Um, and I'm not sure what they mean, because they told us that this was a draft ballot, and uh, political parties were supposed to actually um, come back and, and state whether all our markers were there and we agreeing with how we are represented on the ballot, which is exactly what we have done. But now they're telling us that it's a final ballot. Just lastly on this point, Sakina, 
I'm receiving uh, information from other regions where we are participating, and it seems that our name is on the ballot. I'm actually waiting for uh, a sample of one of the ballots, uh, and I think it's in KZN in this instance, the way, where our name uh, appears apparently on that ballot. Now, I want to understand what the difference would be. Why is that ballot uh, stating our name, and in this current ballot it is not? So it, it, in the one we're disputing now, particularly here in Gauteng, it is not. And so we seem to have be, have, be having a, a lot of run-ins with the IEC, and we're beginning to think that they really are not acting in good faith, particularly where Action SA is, 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 is concerned. Well, I'm going to leave you, Lorato, to have a look and maybe uh, gather more information as to where the name appears, where it doesn't appear, and maybe we'll speak again at a later stage. That was Action SA spokesperson Lerato Ngobeni. So for some analysis, we're joined by Professor Berry Hanyane, Associate Professor at the School of Government, uh, Governance rather at uh, Northwest University. Uh, Professor, good afternoon. Thanks for your time. Sakina, good afternoon. Good afternoon to your listeners. What's your take on this matter? Well, uh, I think Lerato Ngobeni said it nicely. We we don't have to complicate it. Um, in this instance, I think the IEC may have well been overwhelmed. I don't want to play into conspiracy theories that perhaps the IEC is targeting action SA per se, and especially in Gauteng, I think Lerato puts it nicely that this discrepancy applies to Gauteng. And if you look at the unofficial poll that was posted yesterday by Hemen Mashaba on Twitter, uh, Action SA may be the darling of voters in, in Gauteng. So uh, could there be a conspiracy behind this? I think it's safe to say that uh, perhaps the IEC is under pressure and may very well have been seeing that the court judgment around party listings may have taken a bit of focus from procedural matters. Surely the IEC will argue that uh, this is on a technicality, that the box uh, indicating that uh, you are um, going to use an abbreviated um, form of your name was not ticked, and therefore they are well within their rights uh, to not use the abbreviation because you would have, you should have indicated as a party. Surely that's the argument the IEC will make. But again, why the inconsistency that we hear of between KZN, for instance, and Gauteng? That's, that's uncalled for. Worst case is the, is the case of sloppiness, I suspect, from the side of the IEC. If there was this confusion, why not call the party in question and verify whether the facts submitted before the IEC are correct or not and ask such a response in writing so that everything can be traced back to the principles and make sure that in the end, whatever ballot paper is, is issued is correct. Secondly, why issue a draft and not wait for feedback so that in the end, all affected parties are able to give you a thumbs up? Then you can go for print. Uh, it's, it's procedurally surely devout of some sense of unprofessionalism and for an IEC that has been lauded for having done a sterling job since 1994 by and large, 
this is unfortunate and regrettable. Uh, just a question here from Teresa. She says, hi, Sakina, please could you explain what the absence of the name of Action SA means for people who want to vote them into power? Who's actually behind all of this to keep them away from the polls? How do the IEC prove to us, the citizens, that they are independent and that the election will be free and fair? Mm. How can it be, not be mm. as easy as to mm. add a party's name uh, as it was to open registration for the ANC when they failed um, uh, to do what was required of them within the designated time. This action smells sinister. So this is from Teresa, as I read it. Uh, But then explaining what the absence of the name of Action SA and the 15 other uh, parties whose names will be omitted, what does this mean for them? Well, look, you're talking about diverse range of voters who would want to be to be convinced that they're doing the right thing. You you don't want the problem that we had in 2016, where people voted for IAC instead of ANC, seeing that the logos were more or less the same. These are some of the nuances that should have been questioned in this instance as well. Uh, phone the party in question. Are you convinced? Are you taking a final position that you don't want your name to appear on the ballot box as is. Send the draft. Get feedback. That's standard procedure. Why wasn't that done? And sadly now, the IEC would then have to subject itself, or be subjected rather, to the court of public opinion where a whole range of allegations, as I said earlier in my opening statement, playing on, on the side of conspiracy theories, that indeed the IEC might not necessarily be impartial as intended as one of your, your democratic institutions established to promote and protect our democracy. So just a final question, and I'm uh, reminded of the uh, very first democratic elections in 1994 mm. with uh, mm. the IFP mm. who uh, came in at the very last moment. Yes. So yeah. is there any provision or, or will it make any sort of difference if the IEC, even if they took a sticker and put the names of those parties in those spaces, does that make any sort of difference? It it does. But but again, they might plead that it's unprofessional, it it doesn't augur well in terms of presentation of the ballot uh, uh, paper itself. Uh, they They might be in a position to argue against it. But at the same time, as you rightly point out, we've had similar uh, experience before where something needed to be salvaged and the IFP came on board. So, so, so again, the ball is on the IEC's court. Whether the, there was a mistake on the part of Action SA or not, at stake here is the credibility of the IEC and that must, must, must be protected uh, by all means necessary. Professor Barry Hanyane, thanks so much for your time. Associate Professor at the School of Governance at the Northwest University.